Well then, that's what we are seeing now. Welcome everyone to the Tory Sess Show. Today is the 16th of February, 2023. Wow, this month is going by super duper slow. And that's because they've got us busy, busy, busy. Like, you know, I, I, I watch the news and I'm watching people that watch the news. I'm watching reporting on the news and, you know, we just can't help it. Human nature has it to the point where people actually fall into these pockets, these pockets of uh, panic, right? Panic. People get fooled a lot, you know? A child is the way it seems to me that society is. It's like they're a child that are now learning. You know, children do things that, uh, you know, when, when we were kids, right? When we wanted to do something, we just did it right? because it felt good. Like, hey, it kind of feels good to, I don't know, strangle the cat rather than just pet it nicely because it's fragile, right? Because <laughs> you're like, oh my God, I want all that fur. Or yeah, it feels good to take, you know, go into the pantry and pull out the flower and throw it up in the air. Don't mind the mess. It just feels good, right? Uh, it feels as if, you know, People are in that infancy stage. The society, the way I'm observing it globally, it seems like that. It seems that it's it's growing, and people are shedding, uh, you know, this um, childlike. Oh, it feels good, or it feels right, or I feel high, right? Uh, to embracing that full ego and then dropping it. Allow me to elaborate. If if you remember, and for those of you that have been listening to me, because I've been at this for a while, uh, I was kind of taken back with everything I saw on social media on, you know, the Twitter high, as I like to call it, where Operation Gridlock was deployed. Now, the only reason Operation Gridlock was deployed and uh, the federal government risked being unmasked as owners of social media companies was done because Operation Gridlock was deployed to counter it and it didn't really work. In fact, you know, the algorithms would fail in sussing out what was organic and not organic because of all these sock puppets. Then let's remember, Del Harvey was hired on Twitter in 2007 to help with bots when that wasn't even an issue because for the first few years of Twitter, the only people that were on there were tech crunch aficionados, right? And then the media came and everyone's like, what is this stupid Twitter that CNN and NBC and ABC keep pushing us on, right? So nobody really onboarded until 2009. So then you have to wonder um, if there were no bots and you were hired to prevent bots, well, I would have to assume that you weren't really there to prevent bots. You were there to create them. And, um, you know, and this is why I find all this grandstanding and campaign enrichment, right, by people it, disgusting. You know, because when I see Jim Jordan, oh, we're going to get all these companies out here. And it's like, but you had a fail when it came to Twitter questions because you didn't have Del Harvey, which isn't her name either. Right. We all know that. And I've showed you her first profile from 2007 is at Invisible Girl on Twitter. But, you know, I digress. It's all about money. It's about self-worth. But then there's people, they're actually really good people, 
I mean, everyone's good people, right? Everyone always starts as good people. But the problem that we have is that people fall into this toxic realm, right, of ego. And they will burn bridges. They will pull cards that they shouldn't. They will push the boundaries where they shouldn't. And it's at that point that they are left hanging alone, depressed, you know, with no one around them. And, and, and you have seen this on a public view from influencers to wannabe influencers to people that just want to do good, but then they get so obsessed that it becomes toxic and then they pull cards and they start talking shit, right? And they're all in their head. It's ego. It's ego. And um, one thing I, I saw, and I don't remember which platform is on, someone was like, well, you know, people like to kiss your butt and stuff. And it's like, no. I'm like, I'm the person that will totally gravitate to someone that gives me constructive criticism always. I like to be given constructive criticism always. Like, Tori, maybe you shouldn't drop the F-bombs. Well, then don't fucking listen, right? <laughs> or Tori, maybe... Um, you know, you should, um, attract more, you know, um, people with honey rather than just be blunt or straight. And it's like, um, no, see, I don't play games. I had a life of inventing them. See what happened over the past couple weeks was the final card. I mean, you can't pull the alien card and then try to take it back. Like they're trying to do now. Okay. You can't, if you pull that card, it's game over. You're on that side, right? You're on that side. Your script is done. The next step of the script, which is happening right now is Joe Biden getting his health physical today. So ironic after he had this blurt. And the thing is, I'm going to be showing these, um, these, uh, what is it called? Uh, how do they, <laughs> trying to think of the right way to say this, uh, TikTok stars, because I, I saw that a TikTok guy who did an amazing job in dispelling the disinformation that was happening in Ohio, you know, he was being called out by someone who wants to be a journalist, totally looks like she has Habsburger jaw too. Um, anyway, uh, she was calling him out. She's like, I don't listen to people on TikTok. And it's like, listen, TikTok was invented in order to um, collect data. And then that was taken into control by President Trump. Because today I'm going to suss some stuff out because I loathe when people take a position of discussion uh, without having objectivity. See, if you're subjective, right, or if you're invested in something because you're psychologically invested or out of fear, whatever that is, right, then you, your, your perspective sucks. Um, when I say things out of being upset or irate, uh, I'm completely wrong, but I have always used objectivity only because of the line of work I did. So I have the benefit that it has been ingrained in me to be objective, even about myself, right? And so I have numerous discussions all the time about things, but this one is the interesting one. And I've told you how it's going to pan out. And this is the last phase right on time. So the other day, <laughs> Joe Biden had this interview and I'm going to showcase these Twitter people, uh, you know, these Twitter, these TikTok people, because nobody wants to showcase them. I will. Right. I found them randomly. You know, if you actually follow my TikTok, I don't have a lot of TikTok followers. So I'm not using it yet. 
yet. So kind of like OnlyFans, yet, right? Kind of like Telegram. I signed up for it immediately. I didn't use it yet, right? So I haven't been using TikTok yet, but you'll see I like and save shit. That makes no sense, right? But it's to trick the algorithm. I'm still trying to test it out. Um, you know, and they've become very, very smart because they adapt to your choices to then, you know, refeed you. But anyway, let me show you what these guys said. And this is why you see that your media is in trance mode. They all take direction. But one thing, well, let's get to this first and then we'll get to the rest. Have a listen. Guys, this is absolutely insane. Watch. You know, I, uh, my dad, when I got elected vice president, he said, Joey, Uncle Frank fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He was not feeling very well now, not because of the Battle of the Bulge, but he said, and he won the Purple Heart, and he never received it. He never, he never got it. Do you think you could help him get it? We'll surprise him. So he got him the Purple Heart. He His dad's been dead for a while, and he just became president, so let's continue. I'm just pointing out some facts. Just pay attention. Dad won it. And the Battle of the Bulge. And I remember he came over to the house and I came out and he said, present it to him. Okay, we had the family there. I said, Uncle Frank, you won this and I went to peace. He said, I don't want the damn thing. <laughs> I'm serious. He said, I don't want it. I said, what's the matter, Uncle Frank? You earned it. He said, yeah, but the others died. The others died. I lived. There are two major problems with this story that the mainstream media is completely ignoring. One is Joe Biden got elected vice president in 2008. His father passed away in 2002. Problem two, he goes to his Uncle Frank's house with the Purple Heart and presents him with the Purple Heart. Uncle Frank says, I don't want it. However, Uncle Frank had been dead for even longer. Uncle Frank, record show, passed away in 1999. There are only two conclusions that we can come to with this. Biden has lost his mind or Biden is a liar. We've seen over and over and over again that Biden for sure is a liar. Maybe it's both. Maybe Biden is a liar and has lost his mind now. He seems to struggle with speech almost every time he hits a podium. If Donald Trump misspoke a single word in a sentence, it would be all the rave in the liberal news media for an entire week, and then they'd want him to be investigated for his mental health. Biden doesn't even make sense most of the time when he's speaking. Plus all of the lies, and nobody is calling his incompetence. Liberals, where are you at? You know, you, you can you can say Biden is unfit to be president without admitting any kind of support for Donald Trump. It's okay. Biden is absolutely unfit, and you guys absolutely made a mistake voting him in. Let me know what you guys think. Okay, so that ginger beard, like I love him. Uh, his, his, um, TikTok is ginger bearder. Like I want to buy this guy a beer if I figure out where he is or whatever. I just don't have the time right now, but he has been putting on some spot on things. And I want you guys to understand that today he's going for his medical checkup and that'll be interesting. That'll be very interesting. The fact that the media is not talking about, it, I mean, we're talking about a guy who tripped up the stairs, not once, not twice, three times. Okay. We're talking about a guy whose audio doesn't match his mouth when they're syncing it up. <laughs> and he's supposed to be president. And he can't tie a shoe. And all of you, not you specifically, but you know, the world actually acknowledges that he's president. So um, I've been mulling around an idea 
of a project. And I think it's going to be so lit, but I don't know if I want to use animation or actual acting or maybe cringy acting or maybe like South Park level acting. Because I think I need to put this out before April because in, 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 in late April, there's going to be a lot of people panicking, just like now with the whole derailment, right? We had UFOs, which like I said, what, what did I say? I said, if Putin hops into one of the UFOs and then beams up and says, see, we got him too, it would have been over. And of course, our one of our favorite journalists... <laughs> <laughs> Emerald Robinson today put out the report and it was pretty interesting that top de defense expert tells me that UFO shot down over Alaska by American F-22 was a Chinese exotic vehicle, almost like Enterprise. You know, when you go rent cars, you could go exotic or you can go regular. Exotic means reverse engineered, um, you know, hand-me-down technology that apparently we don't have, you know, stuff like that. And that it's hypersonic and might even have anti-gravity technology. These vehicles can travel at Mach 5. Now, um, so this top defense expert obviously knows what they're talking about. And, you know, they pulled the alien card, man. I mean, even the military was like, we can't outrule aliens. And everyone's like, nope, it's not aliens. And it's like, we can't outrule them. So I have to thank the U.S. military for those people that put that in there and pulled the car, you know, on this exotic vehicle that, like I said, wouldn't it be awesome if Putin just had one land right at the Kremlin and then he walks on and literally beep, beep, unlocks it like you would a car, jumps in, beams up, and then at the top, you know, a drone comes up and he's waving from the window saying, look, we got him too. You know, it would have been great. Because for some reason, people think we don't have that kind of tech. Almost like the same way people say, we don't have quantum internet, but we do have quantum antivirus. Okay? <laughs> Insanity. Insanity that we don't take the back, you know, take a step back. It's not about reporting right away. I think Entheo's team posted something like that. Don't report right away. Observe. And like, you know, when the explosion happened in Ohio, right? You guys were like, are you okay? Yeah, it's just a few. Yeah, it's over that way. It's good. But I do have listeners and voters that were located there. Those that were not extras or actors within the movie. <laughs> and, you know, you'd be like, what movie? And it's like, oh. Uh, have you not watched Enjoy the Show? Because if you haven't, to any lefty that is telling you, oh my God, they created a movie in East Palestine and every single resident there, almost all of them had signed agreements to be like extras. And they were all, all the actors there were being interviewed. <laughs> you see. Um, you see. You have to observe and you have to pay attention, but not the facts. Facts are that these are highly toxic chemicals. Facts are that they have a quick, uh, you know, um, clearance rate, right? They're not going to poison your water forever. Facts are that your fish and anything around there, including you, would be dead around the explosion, right? It's not like they went there and scooped up all the fish while they set that shit on fire, you know? So, you know, you see the movie, 
you see it's in the same spot. You see it, the same people you're watching on TV were part of the damn film and you're and everyone's panicking just like they want you to. Why? Well, there is a water crisis. I've talked about this before. Why? Because the water is going to be tainted and, and, and it's going to rain. It's going to be acid rain. Okay. Well, we've had this, these things get set on fire, which is protocol, um, a lot. The question should be, when they do this with protocol, what they do is they call in like FEMA, EPA, and they do an assessment. You know, they pop up these white tents that they all seem to have in their back pockets, make it a whole show. Then they control fire. But this time, it was done pretty quickly. Nobody wanted to talk about it. I talked about it, and people were like, uh, 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 balloons. And I'm like, all right, okay, let's conspire then. So truth is hot, hot, hot. No, it is. It's super hot. It sets fires everywhere. And a lot of people don't like the heat. You know, the only time you like the heat is when you're, you know, in the snow and then you go to the beach and you're like, let the heat sit on me. You know, that's the only time people like heat when it's going to give them a tan, not burn them. And right now we're seeing a lot of people get burned. I mean, you know, from, from, from my perspective, it's like, oh, how convenient. We had a picture of the plume. You know, we had Aaron Brockovich totally teleport there. We had no granola munchers, no, you know, where are all your eco terrorists? You know, like the one that he tried to appoint. Yeah. You know, remember when a Biden tried to appoint an actual eco terrorist? Like, where are all these people to like come out and say something? I mean, I, I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Like, you know, where are all my granola munchers with their green energy shit? <laughs> they didn't even go anywhere. And, and, and you're thinking, oh, it's because they're hiding something. And it's like, that's exactly what they wanted you to think. They were hiding something and that actually caught DeWine off guard. And I wanted to play a clip because Body Language Ghost literally brought it home. And so I'm going to be skipping through it. So, you know, it's not like, oh, you're like, it, and, and you know, my intention is not to monetize on other people's shit. Oh, and by the way, I wanted to say thank you to all of you that have, you know, subscribed and supported my work because it does take effort. I mean, you know, getting all that information on the freaking Nord Stream pipeline before they exploded it, because I did tell you that that was going to happen, kind of. And I told you on the day that we did it, you know, actually costs. So I appreciate you. Now, um, let's get, uh, you know, I actually love her voice. I want to take her out to dinner. She's extremely smart, extremely kind um, in her voice. I don't know her in person. I mean, but your voice resonates your soul. See, uh, let me just put a hiatus here before we start. Frequencies, music. Music is mesmerizing. But it's also soul food. It's also um, helps you change your mood. If you like, you know, let's pretend this like, okay, I'm going to put on a song, just a little snippet. So, and you tell me how this makes you feel. And I'm only going to play 30 seconds. Oh, gosh, darn it. I have to like share the whole screen. So, oh, gosh, hold on. Because this thing updated with like these things in it and it's not being my friend. So let me start this. Now you tell me how you feel listening to this, okay? You ready?
How did that make you feel? I guarantee you, a lot of you were wiggling your butts, and so was I. Frequency, 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 frequency. Unseen waves that have effects all over our bodies, all over our mind, hence why my music, you know, and I love music, and this is why music is soul food. Now, let me take you down a notch. Let me make you really sad. You ready? Hold on. Uh... Let me find one. I'm just going to Google it. Um, give me a sec. Come on, pull up, pull up. Where is it? Okay, there it is. Um, now, I know a lot of you are probably going to be very sad listening to this, and it's normal because that is the frequency actually in a D frequency. It's, it's, it's very specific, but I'm not a musician and all I'm going to tell you, I am one of the most tone deaf people per se, but when it comes to frequency, dang, who's ready to start the waterworks? Let's go. Say something, I'm giving up on you I'll be the one if you want me to Anywhere I would have followed you Something I'm giving up on you And I Am feeling so small It was over my head I know nothing at all Right, right, right. Am I there? And you know why people, when they're sad and they have breakups, they listen to sad music because they're like, yeah, man, totally happened to me too. Oh my gosh, I wish I had video. I think, you know, I'm a little bit scared of going into my whole video blog soon with my show only because, um, you know, <laughs> I'm distracting. So, and I want people to focus on what I'm saying. So it's going to be kind of whatever, but you know, so we've got happy songs, we've got depressing songs. Then we got songs that literally plant ideas into your mind. Um, oh shoot. There we go. I talked about it. When COVID hit, one of the biggest songs, uh, out there 
that was constantly popular was a song that was promoting death, murder, uh, and um, suicide, but also had occultic kind of things. And this is why I'm very, you know, particular on the songs that I showcase. Like, I love Tom McDonald's Frequencies, right? His lyrics match the tonality and the frequency of the message that the music is to give to you. Then we have, you know, um, uh, um, high res and, um, Jimmy Levy, right? Johnny Levy, Jimmy Levy. Damn it. I keep forgetting. I showcase the crap out of those artists, right? Only because of their frequency and the message, which, you know, frequencies provide feeling. Now, Look at this. This is during COVID. And this was huge during COVID. I want you guys to look and pay attention to see what it says, how it makes you feel. And well, the visuals are quite fascinating. Almost like they had a time traveling director. I get up, I get down, and I'm jumping around in the rumpus and ruck. It's so comfortable now. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to grow. So I got an apartment across from the park. Put quinoa in my fridge, still I'm not feeling great. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go. Here we go. My taxes are due Do my password begin with a one or a two Been a hell of a ride But I'm thinking it's time to grow Metronome Man, I'm up to something Ooty la di do thank you all for coming I hope you like the show Cause it's on a budget So ooty la di do yeah Come on, here we go, yeah Come on, here we go your best face on everybody pretend you know this song everybody come hang let's go out with a bang a bang a bang and did you see what the story was telling in the video because sometimes you know uh, the songs say one thing obviously the frequency was disrupting it was confusing but come hang Let's go out with a bang. Three, three. See, a lot of the things that we hear, 
you know, frequency you can detect. And this is where I went on that tangents on frequency because body language goes, first of all, love her sarcasm, but you can actually hear it in the voice, the objectivity that she is projecting, which means that she knows how to compartmentalize when she's observing. And I absolutely adored the way she put this together about DeWine and what she saw in his body language. Now, if you remember the reporter that was arrested, oh, why arrest him? What was he doing? Oh, this is so bad. Turns out this is the only way that they could get attention because they were like, you know what? Don't let any crisis go to waste. So we'll drag that attention, amplify with another three trail derailments. Then we'll have a truck tip over. Then we'll blow up chemical plants across the nation too. And here's the end game. What is it, Tori? Well, maybe you'll understand after you after you listen to the stress that the body language ghost um, kind of put together. Now, I'm going to skip through it a bit um, because I don't want to just show the whole thing. She's on YouTube. You can follow uh, body language ghost. Um, they, they are incredible. So let's take a listen. So I'm sure most of you have heard about the whole Ohio Chernobyl. Tis not a laughing matter. But this article came up in my local news, and so I figured we would uh, go over it a little bit, considering those who live in Ohio, you know, are probably pretty concerned about their air quality, and I'm sure it's way worse there. But all of us who are downwind from this are wondering if we're going to have the same kind of issues that those in the immediate vicinity have. Um, I'm not going to read all of this. I'm going to skip through to the most important parts because it gets into, you know, a narrative in certain areas, and we definitely want to stay away from narratives. Just give us the facts, the facts, ma'am. It could be March before environmental officials here know if any of the deadly chemicals from last week's train derailment in Ohio reached Maine. But even if they did end up here, it's likely it amounts too small to present a health hazard. So they do explain in this that uh, Maine, pretty much New England area, is the tailpipe area. So we're expected to get this. That downwind location is why Maine is often referred to as the tailpipe of the nation, according to Jeff Crawford, director of the Maine Bureau of Air Quality. If we monitored, this is from the same man, if we monitored elevated levels of vinyl chloride last week, these levels would most certainly be detected by our analytical lab with respect to specific health concerns or impacts from vinyl chloride. So Maine monitors its air for a number of hazardous air pollutants, including the four identified from the Ohio derailment. Samples are collected in Presque Isle, Bangor, Lewiston, Rumford, Portland, and South Portland. Results from monitors in Pennsylvania have not shown any elevated levels of the toxins so far, Crawford said. He has not yet seen any data from any monitors in Ohio. I think that part's very important, considering Ohio, you would think, would be right on top of it. But Pennsylvania is not seeing any elevated levels. So in saying this, um, we are going to cover the governor. He did a press conference, I guess, because of so much pressure from the public. Hey, hey, what's going on? We're going to go watch that press conference. I know this is kind of mean, but back in the day, and I mean like, you know, 100 years ago, kind of back in the day, they would actually look at people's faces and determine by their resting face how intelligent they were. Let's just say I'm already not impressed. (laughs) I love her. Oh, my God. So the comment that we're going to go with with the body language on this He's already in stress. 
He's looking around nervously, but he's staying tight to himself. And he's got the freaking believe me look plastered to his forehead. It's not coming down. Nobody's talking to him. Nobody's doing anything. They're just setting up their show and tell. This stress is coming into the meeting. It's like, okay, so is this stress related to this incident? Is this stress related to... He knows he's going to get caught. Something else? I'm going to assume that it's related to the incident. Well, good afternoon, everyone. We're holding this press conference today really to bring people up to date. I know there's still questions uh, about what is going on. In East. I, 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 you know, I have to pause it. Oompa Loompa, like for real. How come no one's gotten that nickname for him? And, you know, he should have used the stepping stool. And who is the poindexter in the background with the bow tie? Questions. East Palestine. Uh, we've tried uh, throughout this to continue uh, to inform the public, everyone, but most particularly the people who are directly affected. Uh, so today I brought many members of our team together uh, to talk about the current uh, monitoring that is going that's underway and to really answer uh, outst any outstanding questions that may still uh, be out there. Uh, today I have experts from the Ohio Environmental Protection Agency, the Ohio Department of Health, the Ohio Department of Natural Resources, the Ohio Department of Agriculture, Ohio Department of Public Safety, Ohio Emergency Management Agency, the Ohio Department of Transportation, and the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio. Uh, They're all in the room with me today. Uh, let me go back uh, to February uh, 3rd. Uh, 8.55 p.m. when the train wreck occurred while traveling uh, through East Palestine. on. So as you can tell right now, he's just going over his notes and it doesn't seem like it's a verbatim speech. It's probably bullet points and he's sticking to them. So we're not really going to see much in this. We are going to skim through it and look for any um, stressor words that the body knows it's lying about or that it has no idea about. I had discussion uh, with the representatives of the railroad, extended discussion. Uh, I brought uh, uh, Pennsylvania Governor Shapiro uh, in, in that through my cell phone, and we went back and forth for a, a couple hours, uh, trying to just weigh the risk uh, one versus the other. Uh, it, <clears throat> the at this point, as he's telling the story, he's given a lot of good eye contact. He is sticking to his bullet points. Obviously, you can tell he's not reading verbatim, but he is. He has written in chronological order how he's going to go. But he's giving you really good eye contact, and he keeps rolling up on his toes as he does it. It's, it's very odd. I'm wondering it's because of his short stance, and he's just used to uh, stepping up to people. I, I don't know. Uh, to me, at this moment, it looks like a nervousness. Uh, obviously, the stressor in the forehead is still there. It's constantly there. He's not moving a whole lot, so no loose movement. We did see the hands go up and down on either side, weighing the options. So he is singing. His body is singing with him. That means truth. So shall we continue? risk of the car exploding uh, was described to me as, as high. Uh, high probability uh, that it could explode. Uh, and when I press.
asked uh, everyone to give me the information about and and also give Governor Shapiro the information. She was on on the cell phone listening uh, and asking questions. Uh, it came back that the concern was that this would be a catastrophic, what was described as a catastrophic explosion uh, of the of the car, uh, which would result in shrapnel uh, going out up to close to close to a mile. You mean the shrapnel would go out for a mile and the heat and the gas and the fumes wouldn't kill the fish within a mile? Of course they would. And this is probably why they were urging people to leave their homes. But the whole of rest thing was an issue. Um, and, you know, if you obviously tell someone, hey, we're going to detonate a couple tankers, you know, you'd be like, all right, I'm going to go. How far do I need to go? Four miles. I'll do that. So here I come back to the statement that I made that, you know, when I see people talking, oh, my fish are dead in my ticket. No shit. Shrapnel was going a mile radius, you know, maximum. Like that was the thing. You think that the fish aren't going to suffocate from the heat because it's <laughs> right or the explosion. So what people should be asking, the right questions people should be asking is what kind of explosive did they use? Did they just set it on fire? They put a moot with fuel, but in order for it to actually go so high and create this fake mushroom cloud, it means they added to it because they don't just blow up by themselves, right? They don't, or else they wouldn't be on tankers, right? And then they tell you vinyl chloride and then there's all this other stuff. And so then you ask yourself, so they actually used explosives and what were they? You know, these are questions people should be asking, but they're not. They're too busy. I'm going to test my water. It's supposed to be between 30 and 900 and it's 911. And it's like, just testing my water coming out of my tap in Cleveland and it's 1024, your point. And my water didn't get tainted. And before that, at some point, it was at 1204. Stop the nonsense. This is where we're getting the same type of COVID science, okay? We're getting all these people that are talking about things. Oh, and here's the other thing. Well, we got the manifest. No, you got the manifest, but you didn't get the track warrant. See, there's different things, and I've explained this over and over again. So what the wine is doing is pointing out key things within what he was told, with the information he had told, and he was very measured and careful, as you can see, but he was also caught by surprise. I see super stress, super surprise. And then he's reenacting the whole phone call with the uh, with Shapiro. And Shapiro's like, yeah, whatever. But aren't the winds blowing that way? You're not worried? If he's not worried, and obviously this has a quick clearance rate and it's not that toxic, then why are they shutting down all the water supplies and stuff? And the question is, who detonated? Did they have um, explosives? And who was the explosives person? Was it the National Guard? Why didn't we see a tent? Was it FEMA? Was it EPA? Now, the question is, why did they come on to this so late? Why is the media now sending assets out there? Oh, we're going to ask. And it smells like um, hydrochloride. And, 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 and it's all a movie. <laughs> Specifically said. Oh, the explosion. Well, just enjoy the show. Like, we're going to have so much more coming. It's going to be totally insane. I mean, they just need to drop a little bit of Marburg. I mean, no one's going to buy it anymore. And here's the thing. That's what they want. See, you're at a point where you don't trust anything. 
They told you UFOs, suddenly we have this tech. They told you train derailment, suddenly, you know, just the New York Times is like, yeah, there was an axle on fire. Okay, so do you have evidence of that? Or are you just making that shit up? Oh, but it's the New York Times. And they reported on the Russia hoax. Let's not forget their own Maggie Haberman and other people, they carry Obama dolls in their bag and rub it so that they can feel better. Are you fucking kidding me? We're going to listen to these people? And who got the track warrants? Who has the easements over that track? Why aren't they asking these questions? And why are we interviewing people that were extras on a fucking movie about the same thing? It's almost like they practice their lines way in advance and they knew what to say. I'm just saying. Okay, let's continue. Uh, we also looked at um, what the danger was from a controlled release, which is what the railroad felt should be done. Again, uh, Governor Shapiro and I uh, spent uh, considerable time, uh, up to about two hours, I recall, uh, asking a lot of questions about how that would take place. Uh, we had the benefit of the Ohio National Guard uh, that had done a modeling exercise. Uh, they did that in conjunction with the U.S. Defense Department, uh, who gave them some additional information and help uh, in regard to the modeling. Uh, the so now I'm going to pose this question. To those of you that are in the entertainment industry, because I know I do have a lot of people that listen to my shows uh, that are part of the entertainment industry, DOD, et cetera, et cetera. When you create a movie, right? Let's just pretend you're making a movie about, I don't know, a virus outbreak or, I don't know, exploding trains. You usually have experts that tell you what's believable. I mean, you don't want to put out, oh, look, this is a story about a general and, uh, you know, this, you know, I don't know, refugee from the Philippines that fall in love. Okay. You can't have the general decorated with ribbons that don't make sense. You know, it's got to be in the right place. The medals have to hang the way they wear their clothes. You get guidance. Oh, and let's not forget in the documentary, Enjoy the Show, it, in, oh, I don't know. Do we put it in there? I'm pretty sure, maybe. But there is an actual division within the U.S. military that approves. I, I think I've spoken about this before, but uh, <laughs> did I just spill something? No, no, I didn't. Uh, so the CIA and other agencies have certain divisions in order to ensure that the um, representation of the U.S. military is correct in films. So you can't just have war movies without consulting with them and making sure that they're on board or that you don't make the U.S. military look good. You can't make the U.S. military look like the bad guys, right? Unless they agree to it and it's under certain stipulations and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> Damn, I almost slipped. So, um, so here we have him saying that all these people chimed in. I wonder if it's the same people that chimed in to help Netflix so they can have all the things in order and be able to read off what needs to be done. This is just a question. Rhetoric. The modeling was then produced into a map, a map, I believe, that we showed uh, everyone that day when we had our press conference. There was a red area uh, that they described uh, as the likelihood of death within that red area would be very high. Uh, there was a little, there's an area outside that, the yellow area, where they also described it would be very dangerous to be there, but not quite as dangerous as it was within the red, within the red area.
right? Like we're going to explode stuff. So there's a red area, which means if you're here, you're totally dead or fried like the fish. And if you're in the yellow area, you're more than likely to be hit with shrapnel. Totally makes sense. You know, you use those geospatial maps. You just put it all down there. I mean, that's regular protocol. Not rocket science, but they didn't pop up one of those white tents that they have in their pocket. We didn't have the appropriate people there because, you know, like where was the federal government? And where was everybody talking about this? Oh, that's right. (laughs) Balloons and aliens. And I knew that they were going to pull that card because it... They were on life support. What you're seeing now is life support. And what I'm going to tell you now is maybe going to help you realize why we're having the sham. Because we all need to have objective perspectives when looking at things. We can't be invested like we did with the whole, damn, everybody wants 2018 back. Look at me. I'm memeing. Look, everyone's retweeting me. Oh my God, I'm so famous and I'm so, ah. You know, it's like, stop. Like, It's like, you know, people that are trying to revive the 80s hair and the lace socks. Stop. That era is gone. It's no longer here. People don't need help waking up or feeling like this, right? They're already here. They've got crud in their eyes. Help them wipe the sleep from their face so they can actually take the 40,000 foot view, kind of like those balloons, right? But let me go over to where she speaks. Um... We then made the decision uh, to go ahead with the the second option, which was the controlled release. Um, As that was being prepared to be done, uh, we sent back law enforcement uh, into those zones, the red zone and the yellow zone, uh, for the third time uh, to knock on, literally knock on doors. Uh, and they described how they did it to me. They did it in, in very loud, did everything they could do to get, if there's anyone left in that house. To- you know what? It almost sounds like that truck that was parked in Nashville when the uh, explosion underground, the AT&T center happened, where it was like, you have to evacuate. You have to, I mean, they didn't have to really evacuate the building super next door because it was underground and controlled. But I mean, at least they had to say if they got caught, which they have got caught, but no one's talking about it because we're not supposed to talk about that stuff. Stop. You're going to get canceled again. You know, um, they, you know, they just put out that APB. It wasn't like Taylor Swift knew about it beforehand and tweeted about it, but <laughs> I digress. Again, they needed to tell people because they were actually going to use explosives. They weren't going to let it rip. You know, you don't let it rip. Uh, I'm sorry. You know, I actually have a degree in molecular and cellular biology. I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. And I know what chemical hoods do and I can put out the reactions. And based on what they told us was in there, they used fucking explosives. So done. None of that stuff will react and do what it says. But you know what the funny thing is? Oh my gosh. And no one's reporting this. So as a train car, there were like derailments, right? You know which cars didn't derail, right? Five cars that had malt liquor, which were, I believe, House LaRose product. Now I don't have the track warrant, but I'm pretty sure none of that got harmed. So, you know, the alcohol was fine for the Secretary of State's dad's company, House LaRose, biggest, you know, alcohol distributor in the nation. That shit was fine. They didn't explode the alcohol, but they exploded everything else. I just wanted to point that out because no one's actually making these, you know, statements. Because then we should be getting into the derailments in Texas, South Carolina, Arkansas. Right? We should start talking about that. But you know what they saw? 
They saw that all of you panic. And the minute water or air quality is at risk, you will bend the knee, almost like airplanes going through buildings. <laughs> so easy. So easy. Get their attention uh, to, to come out. That was the third time uh, that those houses, I believe, had been, had been contacted. The individuals in those houses had been con contacted. Um, the controlled release uh, did, did it in fact, uh, occur. It was, it was, to my understanding, delayed a little bit. Uh, there was actually, when we, uh, at 3 o'clock, uh, release was supposed to be at 3.30. We wanted to get everybody out of there. Uh, we had uh, members of the Guard and the Patrol uh, and others who were had the area cordoned off. Uh, we told them to leave there at 3 o'clock. Uh, unfortunately, there's a couple cars that came in, and we had to go, they had to go get them out. Of that in of that impacted area. Okay, can you see how he's describing things? Because he's trying to remember what happened. Oh shit, we fucked up. People just came into this vicinity. We're supposed to explode it. Everybody needs to go because he can't see this thing. And we're using explosives, but we're gonna tell him it's the chemicals reacting. <laughs> but we dug a moat. Oh my god. And we're gonna how did he say it? We're gonna release it. Release what? Release the fumes, release the gas. Uh, what are you releasing? See, these are all questions. And why did you confiscate drones from citizens? I mean, that's just so weird because the citizens were minding their business and they just sent out some drones <laughs> before and after and they were all captured. But that's another story. But anyway, let's continue. What would be an impacted area? Uh, so the the release uh, occurred, as I recall, about four fifteen, four twenty, um, and we, uh, you know, mo were monitoring the air uh, outside that area, uh, and the air continued to be continued to be good. Uh, fast forward to the time when we were uh, outside that area. Uh, I rewinded that so I could see the. Uh guy that's all dressed up to look like an authority figure in the back who gave a slight head shake in the positive as he's agreeing with him we monitored the air quality and the air continued to be continued to be good uh, and then you see him again give a, mo a positive in the eye blink agreeing with him beaver creek so we essentially, so for our purposes, we looked at four different waterways over a space of about seven and a half miles and what the environmental impacts were on those streams and tributaries. So I mentioned directly what's beyond that as we move towards the Ohio River. So, so the North Fork of Beaver Creek leads into Beaver Creek, which I'm lost. I mean, we eventually get down there. To the Ohio River. So... Yeah, it does go directly into the Ohio River. Yeah, go for it. So the North Fork of Beaver Creek goes into the main stem of Little Beaver Creek, which is a state scenic river, and then that flows into the Ohio River. I let this play for a little bit too long just because it was kind of comical. But you see how she's moving. Her body's really loose, but it's nervous because it just keeps doing it. She's semi-animated. It's the head kind of bobs to one side with the body going in the opposite direction. It's like it's swimming. And you got this guy, he's like prancing around nervously, he keeps going back to the map, he's looking up and down, he's trying to get correct information out. And you can tell just because of how much he's digging and trying to be very specific on what he's saying. And I'm assuming that's the governor's voice I'm hearing in the background telling them, tell them what's beyond that. Or you step up to the mic and you tell them. 
But I thought that you're just saying whatever the railway told you. And I thought you were releasing the what? You didn't tell us what you were releasing. <laughs> the Kraken? Like, what are you releasing? Release the Kraken. Like, what were you releasing? And this guy's nervous because he knows, you know, people are going to come at him like piranhas. I don't know about all the people in East Palestine. I don't know. I mean, they could still be under NDAs with Netflix. I mean, this is this is key. Like, uh, I remember on the Twitter space when I mentioned it, uh, you know, <laughs> it was I'm just conspiring here. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. So, so that's the essential. And there you again, another example of her nervousness. Her hand throws out twice and then folds itself in front before her mouth opens because her hand wants to talk before the mouth opens geography we were looking at for this and um, you know the Department of Natural Resources are part of our mission is to preserve and improve Ohio's biodiversity so our concern in this case was what was happening with the aquatic wildlife and what we have discovered through the testing and sampling that's been done is that very early on um, you know we we have estimated based on our sampling and modeling about 3,500 dead fish across Across that space, across those streams, tributaries, waterways, um, 12 different species. The good news is that none of those species are threatened or endangered, but that is still a loss of wildlife. So, if And now let's talk about characters. You see the woman in the pink, right? Tell me why every single apathetic federal or state official looks like her. Why do they dress the same, look the same, the face structure is the same, they just look like... I'm so sorry. I don't I don't want to be mean, but you know, it's like, you know, when you're casting for a movie, you pick the right characters, right? You obviously can see that the nervous guy never cast for the role. He just happened to be in it. This chick totally cast for the role. She looks exactly like you would expect someone to be like her. Every time, I remember when I was um, at debates and people were running for office, even as tax commissioners, I think it was in Chillicothe, go figure, right? Ah, Intel. But anyway, so when you're looking at these things, right, you're looking at people and you're like, damn, you fit the role just right. Mm. Witches come in many forms. And so do men in that sense. I mean, the Oompa Loompa is like a wild card there, but, you know, he's been in it for a while and he's got a lot of big money backing him up. I mean, we should start talking about the Haiti shit he did, but we'll leave that for another time. I've talked about it before. But again, she looks like, you know, if you were making a movie, I mean, I, we should actually look at the people that were giving press conferences at Netflix and see how good they did on their casting. <laughs> I wonder if she was part of it, too. Of concern, um, especially when we reach the Beaver Creek, this state wild and scenic river, where we are especially protective of what we have there. So, some of the species um, creek chub, mottled sculpin, stone roller, I think we have some pictures um, somewhere of what those are, but 12 different species, um, non threatened or endangered, but still a loss of life, all the same. Um, the one species we will be looking for, we have no evidence yet that any have died but this is really an area of focus for hellbenders, which are federal and state endangered. And so we will be doing some monitoring in the months to come to see if any of them did die in the initial um, release into the waterways. So good news, there doesn't appear to be any increase in the fish or aquatic creatures killed since the first couple days of the derailment. 
I mean, she says this part, which to me is probably the most important because it's like, well, if it's getting worse, that would be really bad. So her saying there isn't any increase, her body is, the whole body is doing the positive movement. Hello, I'm Tiffany Cavalock. I'm the chief of the Division of Surface Water at Ohio EPA. And speaking of the derailment on February. All right, so we should pay attention to this lady. She's in charge of all the Florida and the shit that they put in your water. So um, kind of like the lady reinforced and her body naturally was happy about it, that there's nothing wrong with the aquatic life, which I would expect too, considering the chemicals that were burned. And that's not my concern. My concern is why use explosives? I mean, it's normal to set it on fire if they're actually all leaking, but if they're not all leaking and there wasn't an issue of a fire then, mm. so what did they use to create that plume that looks identical to the one in Syria? So again, you know, we're going back in circles, but take a look at this chick, right? Imagine you're the casting director. Third, uh, we speak that it occurred at the location of Sulphur Run, and Norfolk and Southern are actively aerating Sulphur Run and have containment within the 1.3 miles that Sulphur Run leads into Leslie Run. Sulphur Run remains contaminated, but we're confident that it is contained. Data so she's got the believe me look on this, but she is moving her body. At this point, it's more of hopium. I think I got it all. There's no active deception in that. I think it's working. And at this point, that's all I'm getting from all of these people. I think it's okay. I think it's working. And then I'm just going to reference you back to the article I read today. Good Lord. I read it this morning. I did read it today. The article that I read at the beginning of this video. I am not a chemist. I have no idea how far these chemicals can travel via air without falling to the ground or be in the water without degrading. And the same thing with the air. I think that is the formula for a chemist to comment on. The only advice I have is to go to your local air quality area, especially if you're downwind of this thing, which seems to be the Northeast, and just start monitoring with the people that are monitoring. A lot of you guys have been asking me what the water looks like around East Palestine. Is there any dead fish, anything like that? Personally, I have not seen anything. I've went to multiple locations and I've yet to see anything myself. But while I'm here, I'll, I'll show you guys what the water looks like where I'm at right now. Oh, look, fishies swimming. If you like it, please share and subscribe. See, I love her. See, that's it. So now, you know, we have everyone up in panic. Oh, my gosh, this is Chernobyl. No, it's not fucking Chernobyl because it wasn't radiation. <laughs> ah, and then we have, you know, other derailments and everyone's just looking for a news cycle to make some money. And it's so horrible. And, you know, there's a couple of people that went out and I'm not going to call them out that went out to East Palestine. And I was like, hey, do me a favor. Why don't you hop over to the station where the conductor and the engineer hopped on and took over the train and get the track warrants. Don't get the manifest that's on the computer that's easily hackable. Get the track warrants that no one looks at because it'll tell you all the contained, whatever's contained. Because, you know, it just seems funny to me, the order and the duplication considering that when you looked at the footage, the drone footage that was leaked to me, right? 
Um, and I don't want to identify because the drone may not have been identified to them yet. So that'll come out in due time. It looked like there were unmarked train carts. Now, the only time you have an unmarked train cart is when it's a federal car. So there was something being hidden under the guise of military federal that we're all not supposed to know. So it kind of looked like a copy and paste of two cars, maybe three. I don't know. Who knows? But the good news is, is that everyone gets five cars worth of malt liquor, which were not flammable. <laughs> not flammable at all. I, you know, they weren't flammable. So I guess let's take the alcohol a few miles out so it doesn't get shrapnel and please. So the more I see people panicking, this is an eco disaster. Look what we, mm, I'd be asking, what kind of explosives did you use? How did you set that shit on fire? And Hey, if I was to set that shit on fire, why would they be, uh, why would it explode? The only way it would explode is if it's pressure that's building. So why would the pressure build explain? These are the questions we should be asking, but everyone's asking the wrong questions. Do I know what happened? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, but I can tell you what didn't happen. We didn't see uh, Suzuki, Greta Thunberg, and all the granola munchers coming out. We didn't see any eco-lovers come out. We didn't see the climate change people scream. We didn't see the white tents pop up with FEMA and all these people. We didn't see any of that. And we didn't see any media coverage either, right? We just saw it later because that's that makes sense, of course. And, you know, then we're pouncing the whole eco design. And then we arrest a journalist so that way everyone can look, right, to make some noise. And we got a journalist from a, a, a national news agency that isn't CNN, MSNBC, or whatever, which means uh, that was a plant. And that was a good guy plant. And that was like, hey, take a look at here. Something's happening. You're not paying attention. And it's not about the chemicals. You know, because it seems really odd that we're having these talks about water. Then Kentucky's like, yeah, we're not going to touch the Ohio River for water and all these places. Oh my God, the water, West Virginia. Oh my God, the water. And then I'm like, wait, let's backtrack a little bit. When I was on the campaign trail, you know, to change the law and everything, uh, I remember talking about the Intel plant and I said, did they ask you, do you know what the stipulations are? Ooh, just so happens that Les Wexner, the guy that created Epstein, you know, Epstein that was conducting all of these experiments, yet on the side, they would actually use the experimental products as pleasure products. Because, you know, scientists just gather on an island to have sex with kids because that makes sense. Or to eat them, that makes sense. Not because they're experimenting or extracting organs or showcasing the new things that they created. It has nothing to do with that. It has, it's just pedophiles. But anyway, so that guy is the is the property area where Intel comes in. And then all the big wigs in Ohio, right? Part of the GOP, mind you, right? Part of the GOP are all building new developments, third removed, of course, friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, where they're like a little part of the company are building new buildings for all these employees. And we're going to get all these jobs, but no one's talking about the H-1 visas that are coming in. And the 5 million gallons of water that is needed daily. And then you think, well, well then why put it there? Why are you going to be pulling from the river through long pipes and shit um, when you should put it by the lake? Oh, because it's like fracking when you're making semiconductor. Oh, that's right. Okay, so what do we do? We just change all the piping in Ohio. It's all going to be copper pipe. We're going to pay for it tax dollars. You're going to be taxed like shit. We're going to get federal government money. We're going to change it. And we're going to do that for Intel so they could stay here and they could use the Ohio river because then that way we could gain control of the water. And then we will just give people recycled water with new chemicals that are good for them. And the copper will help interact with that. And, um, 
then we will make sure that we have good infrastructure. And it all sounds so ominous, almost like shit Biden said at the State of the Union right around the explosion. So, you know, these are the things that people don't look at. He literally said, we need clean water and copper pipes. No shit. That's what they've been saying now. <laughs> you know, and then all the fish were dead. Yeah, they were dead because they were in the range of the explosion. And then the death carcasses perpetuate other carcasses. I come on. I know my audience is smarter than that. They could take a step back and take a look that there's something going on here. They pulled the alien card. They got forward derailments chemical explosions. And we got another one in Michigan today. <laughs> it's almost like someone saying, look over here. But then you're going to be like, okay, maybe that's it. I'll tell you what the greater plan is. Don't let any disaster go unexploited. Here's how we get the money so that we can pipe up and clean the water. Everyone's going to want recycling plants because we just can't trust the Ohio River anymore. And even though we ban rainwater and people still collect it, we need to kill their wells. So now we're going to take over their wells so they have to depend on us to drink the water that we tell them that we know very well how COVID responds in water because we were pulling samples of sewage all this time to detect, but no one paid attention to that. You know, and then, you know, I talked about Nestle a couple years ago. Hey, you know, they're coming for your water. Huh? It's pretty bad. And so we have all of this happening at the same time, right? So it's a land of confusion. You're panicking. Oh my God, if I can't drink water, I die in three days. No shit. So you're just going to give in to the whole recycling plant. I mean, look at Arizona. They're recycling their water. Have you seen ice cubes in Arizona from tap water? You see those white floaty things? That's called toilet paper. So um, moving along, you will more than likely be like, yeah, okay, uh, you can recycle my water and change my pipes and I'll pay for it and you can tax me. That's happening but it's actually to draw attention. But then they're going to use it for themselves. Like Pete Buttigieg came out, Trump's fault. And it's like, the fuck? <laughs> okay. Um, would you like to elaborate? Infrastructure. Elaborate. Oh, again, part of the State of the Union of Joe Biden, right? Let's just talk about the railways that he talked about at the State of the Union, right? But no, let's, let's, for, let's ignore that. Let's focus on the fact that fish died within the radius of the explosion because that's what's important on chemicals that are by protocol, Millie Weaver actually reported they were by protocol to be burned like that in a controlled situation. But obviously, we also had explosives in the mix because the whole way from the drone footage that I've seen doesn't make sense. And the drone footage also shows that after the fire was out, people were there with no PPE gear, just hanging out. And that's totally normal too, right? So moving along, we have all this. Here's what the plan is. We've had all these chemical attacks in our trains. They've derailed them through oh, cyber attacks. And then they blew up chemical plants, cyber attacks and everything, cyber attacks. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to shut down the internet. Nobody has internet. That's it. Done. No internet for you, 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 you. You know when you're going to get internet? When you can sign in with your ID so that we know who you are. And we're going to keep it contained in an intranet of the United States. Now, that's not going to implement immediately, but I'm almost certain that we're going to see that shit coming out now on a more boom, boom level. See, and that's the thing. It is so unfortunate that people jump on and, and report things. 
you know, facts. I went there, I saw this. And oh, this person in the white suit that's like a doctor, a chemist told me, they also fucking told you that the vaccine worked. They also told you that you're going to die from COVID. They also told you that when your patients, when your family member died, you know, from COVID, you weren't allowed to be around the patient. And then you got the body maybe cremated because it was so whatever. Maybe it was sans organs too, but I'm just hypothesizing here, right? See, this is where we need to understand what game theory really is. It's the pinnacle of decision-making. Game theory is about what if I do this, then how will they react? In Plato has also put two texts together, the latches, right? Uh, that actually explains this very, very well. And um, the battle of Delium is key between the Athenians and the Boethians. And just so you get a gist of what happened, you would have to think there's a soldier, right, from the one team. So let's say we've got one soldier that is a patriot against four deep state soldiers, right? Just say one versus four. Now, if defense is successful, um, the patriot has a high risk of dying, right? If the patriot goes against four deep staters, they have a high risk of actually getting annihilated. Now, if the defense of the deep state is unsuccessful, then the defense, the deep state, will die. So it's one versus four. One versus four. Just putting some out. So based on this logic, right, it seems that the patriot, right, it would be better if the patriot not go one against four, but it should go back and maybe get another three friends. And now you have four patriots and four deep staters and they come, you know, to the battlefield, right? This is game theory logic. I'm one, you're four. Odds are against me. If their defense sucks, like maybe they're dildo waivers or drink a lot of soy or, you know, all they do is scream and foam at the mouth, I'll probably win, right? If I come to a knife fight with a gun, probably win against four. But let's say that we all have, you know, a gun, right? And it's just me. Now, unless I'm, you know, Speedy Gonzalez, the Flash or whatever, and they really suck at aim, kind of like the dildo waivers that we saw of Antifa supposedly training in the woods, you know, they were screaming every time they were bashing something, maybe I might win. But logic tells you that one against four is not a good thing. So this is how games happen, right? You think of the outcome. What are the possible outcomes and what are the chances of these outcomes? So now if you have four Patriots and four deep staters and they're going head to head, you know, you could probably say now I have to deduce the skills of each of them. Right. And at that point, they all look each other in the face and they're like, you want to go game on. But what if you don't know what the deep stater has in his pocket? And what if they don't know what you have? You might have an AR-15 or you might have a grenade that'll take all of them out in one go. So maybe they just won't fight. And they'll pull back and think about it because then they have to assess the situation. This is how real game theory is. You have to sit back and assess the situation and see what is really happening on top, on top, on top. So what is the cover-up? If there is a cover-up, why was the knee-jerk like this? Why didn't all these procedures happen? Why, why, why? And then you dig deeper, kind of like, hey, I don't know what my opponent here has. He could have a grenade and take me out. Or maybe he can blow thunderbolts out of his ass. So maybe I shouldn't go up against him right now. So you think about it. So here's me thinking about it. We've got all these 
balloons and unidentified flying objects, which are now Chinese exotic vehicles. I can't even say that with a straight face. Because all I think of, exotic vehicle enterprise. That's all I think about. I, can't, I kid you not. That's all I think about. But, and then we have train derailments. Oh, yeah. We did have that shooting that nobody talked about, you know, where there was one shooter, but all the reports live. I think Chillum was doing it, had multiple shooters. And that failed. So that was a potato, whatever they were trying to do there, right? It was a total potato. <laughs> and then we have chemical plants. So we had the explosion in Chicago. Now we have Florida. I think somewhere else we got another train derailment right now. Why not? It's a hot topic. People are scared of water. So Governor Governor Witchmore is going to totally use that. I mean, you know, there was a whole plot to kidnap her to get people to panic. Like anybody gave a shit if they kidnapped her. It's like, I really wish aliens came and took most of these people away and be like, probe them. Take them. They're yours. But... um you need to see it as a game strategy. So um, I'll tell you what the game strategy is with a nice little music video while I go get some coffee. I believe, I, I mean, I've played this many, 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 many times. I've played this song, but I'm going to play it again because it is, it resonates because it's real. And I know you guys, I mean, you got the Spotify playlist, right? This has got to be one of the most listened to. Let's go. Right. This is a war. This is a war on freedom. This is a war on children. This is a war on religion. This is a war on your ability to think. They want to control all information. They want to control what you think. And they're doing it all over the world. All over the world. Faith over Oh, God is always there when you got faith over fear. He'll answer all your prayers. So go and tell all the people that the Lord will lead the way. I put faith over fear every day. I got God in my corner, there ain't a man that could stop me I already gave my soul to him, not the Illuminati Now I got an army of people that's right beside me Heaven over Hollywood, evil can never stop me Media want you nervous, they wanna make you feel worthless The government is a circus, had to fight off these serpents Just to get back to the surface My soul is not for purchase, God's the only one I service I'm his servant I'm muted, I'm a huge, huge fan Um I know a lot of you DM me, you should be doing PR for like a bunch of these musicians. No, their frequencies are amazing and their lyrics are amazing. And we should be spreading that like nobody's business. Uh, obviously. So let's get down to it. See, I pretty much am so in tune with a lot of people online. My gosh, Don Jr. said, hey, yeah, this is one of the biggest issues. But the people that told you paper straws will save you... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't. I can't. I can't. This is, you know, it's 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 like somebody wants the drama so that they can make the story. And the story, the real story is ugly. The real story is dirty. Like I said, we've been in a civilized war. And now it's gone from a civilized civil war, right, to a global war. Where you're all in this, how did Comey say it? We weave the fabric of society. Yeah, they keep you enclosed in this fabric of information that they peddle. And you're supposed to be paying attention to that. Well, hmm, I don't do well with threads. I like to pull them. 
Aren't you like, well, you know, I remember what did they call them? Irish pennants back when I remember at boot camp and you'd use nail clippers to clip them off. I was the one that always peeled on it. Let that bitch unravel. Let's go. It means the workmanship is no good. So having said that, let's pay attention to what's really going on. And this is going to be pretty much a summary for all those black pillars out there, for all those DeSantis, he's going to put in Ibor. No, he's not. He's not your friend. Look at his wife. Remember de Blasio's wife with her committee and, and, and charities of disasters? I don't know. What was it? Like hurricanes and stuff? I think that's what. Huh? You should be looking at that. You should be looking at the people you follow who they follow because they follow assets. Assets. Because one thing is, the people that are really in charge will never thump the people that are working for them. And if they do, then the people working for them end up with no bank accounts and shit. Having said that, <laughs> excuse me, I was going to laugh while, <laughs> while I tried to swallow. Mm. Damn. So anyway, <laughs> having said that, having said that. Let's look at the global scale of things right now. Let's literally take a look. Let's zoom out. Let's pretend we're all hanging out on the moon <laughs> and, and pretend that, you know, the space exists, that we're sitting there, we can breathe the air, we've got a lawn chair, and we're looking down at planet Earth. I want you guys to feel that. And you see it in fast forward. So let's go to 2019. Republican Governors Association has a meeting and they bring Gates in. He tells them about a pandemic. They all have a party in D.C. January 28th. All the governors with Bill Gates and uh, Jeff Bezos. And they're all, ha, 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 he, he, And then Nancy Pelosi runs through and says, no, look, fortune cookies, everything's safe. And then the first reports that are coming in on COVID, that are coming in through TikTok and the media are actually, if you find the source, part of Voice of America, State Department. So they were planted. So all of this was manufactured and it created a panic. Everyone started panic. People started to die or they were told they, were, they had COVID and then they died, but then they disappeared and then they ended up in these butcher shops. So weird. And then organs were going everywhere. Who needed the organs? What are they doing with all of this? Who knows? Clone lives do matter though. Anyway, and as we speed ahead, you know, I'm out there sounding the alarm. Hey, this sounds like the guy that I sat next to, you know, at the University of Kentucky that was looking at the correlation between HIV and malaria. And apparently if you take hydroxychloroquine, can't catch AIDS, no viral infection if you take it. And then suddenly everyone starts talking about hydroxychloroquine and then they start talking about using light therapy, which is very true, if indeed it was that infectious. But, you know, pause. Then we go into the mysterious vaping, breathing disease. Oh, and then COVID. And then I make a video with my friend where I'm telling you, hey, you know, and it's fresh. It's 2020. We're going to get vaccines and they're going to force them on you. And then you're going to say, show me my papers. You need papers. And no one listened. And everyone's like, you didn't say anything. huh?" Yeah, we did. And then I'm talking about the water. I'm talking about niobium. I'm talking about, you know, I don't know, things that can camouflage themselves in the air, but no one's listening again. And then, you know, we have all of these things, you know, happening between 2020. Oh, and then, oh, wait, it gets better. We put out Shadowgate. And, you know, right as Shadowgate goes out, I'm showing you guys, hey, look, huh? Mm. This is all, you know, data collection and information, predictive analytics, and this is how they're using it, and they're using it against you. Hey, I use that shit. I fixed the elections. The last elections I fixed were in Ukraine. I'm telling you this. I am telling you this. Oh, 
fast forward. Hey, look, the the the, the unions, the leftists, the globalists, they have this paper. They're saying that they're going that we're going to be disputing elections in all the states that we're fucking disputing elections in. And this is before the election. No one's listening. Then you get the assets like Ali Akbar who has an agreement with the intelligence community because he's a fucking asset. And then Roger Stone, his two friends get rolled up for shit that they did together, but he that was never mentioned. Then he lied about hanging out with WikiLeaks and talking with Julian Assange. Big fat lie got caught in the middle because he thought he could peddle his influence because he controls everyone because he's deceived everyone to think that he's all powerful. He's fucking not. And then you move forward and then, you know, my friend gets arrested because of that video and because that video showed Roger Stone's face in that picture with the two people that got rolled up for Farrah and tax shit, shit they did together, by the way, he withdraws his appeal. So weird. Why would you withdraw it when I gave you the damn tools to win? Huh? Because that hit her nerve. And that drew my attention, coupled with the fact that Stop the Steal was actually Roger Stone's and he put Ali Akbar in the front. So we're like super panicking. And then you're thinking, why would anyone have a pedo predator, Habsburger, jawed, disfigured human that looks like Scammy Davis Jr., which was indeed a Satanist, right? In the forefront. And then you think Mossad. And it's like, yeah, Mossad, Amanda Millis. Oh my God, State Department carrying around. Oh my God, carrying around Alex Jones. You're like, what is going on here? Someone's got to be lying. It's like, facts don't lie. So then we fast forward. We go into the elections. We lose the election. Why are we losing the election? Oh my gosh, here it is. Let me tell you what the deal is. This is how they stole the elections. Here. But no one looks at the affidavit. They just look at me and then they start trashing me. And it's the right trashing me, silencing me, telling everyone, don't listen to her. She's not telling the truth. But it's like, here's the thing. Truth doesn't need to defend itself. It fucking stands alone. Where are we now? Years from now, where are you? You're sitting there sharing memes and falling into the stupid fucking traps that the media is setting up and the deep state is setting up because you think you're smarter than everyone else. And there you are. And here we are now after COVID, forced vaccines, mask mandates that you, the people, stopped with your letters. You don't believe it, but yes, you did. You are a force to be reckoned with. The one thing people don't want is attention. I can tell you, hands down, there was one specific division in North Dakota. I called them and I just say, hey, I'm just asking about this totally benign question. And immediately they were like, holy shit, we've got our attention. And they started paper shredding. This is, this is where you need to be focusing on, what you're doing. They want your attention, you fucking give it to them. They want your attention, give it to them. That's what you need. You want my attention? Okay, how can I help? Let me get your, I want, I want, I want to know because you're, you're attracting me to you. So what do you want me to see? Hmm? What do you want me to see? No one's talking about how the Grammys and the Super Bowl had one of the lowest ratings, right? Nobody. And they had Jill Biden handing out red envelopes. Like I said, red envelopes. Oh my gosh. But anyway, here we are. Ukraine, war, ha, ha, Ukraine, 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 wait, stop, stop, what do you mean war in Ukraine, stop, Ukraine, Zelensky, oh my god, look, Russia shot a missile, and then Romania's like, no, they fucking didn't, that's like yours, and then it's like, oh, guess we're not going to war with Russia, and everyone's like, Biden, what the hell, like, that was so blatant, we should have covered that shit up, and it's like, all right, that's fine, let's just blow up the Nord Stream pipeline, he'll attack us then, and then he doesn't attack us, and people are like, wait a minute, we just did an act of war, I told you, the date exploded. What did I say? We did that. So why didn't he attack us? Pay attention. He didn't attack us. And not only that, 
All these nations are giving weapons and money to Zelensky. And what? Putin sitting in the Kremlin like, yeah, it should be a fair fight. I'm going to let him get all these weapons and training and then we'll fight. Like, get out of here. Is that the way war works? War is like, you're done. And now we have in Korea a narrative that's being deployed, how Americans separated the Korean Peninsula, something that I talked about before, and how Korea is now actually unifying. No one's talking about that. Kim Jong-un is probably going to take the role of some kind of like a a sub, uh, I don't know, like some king-ish type thing just to gloss it over until he's dead. So now we've got Korea coming into the mix and they're like, damn, Americans, they fucking just walked in there and they split our peninsula up. Yeah, we did. Remember, 1945, Churchill, Roosevelt. Stalin. They were like, yeah, let's separate the Korean Peninsula. Sure. What are we going to do? Let's just send these two idiot officers and they'll figure out, oh, we'll just go on the 45th degree and we just cut it in half. South goes to America. North goes to Russia. Fair. And then China was like, fuck that. You can't have it, Russia. And Russia's like, why not? And then China's like, it's mine. And then they fight and then China takes it. And then <laughs> here we are. The Korean Peninsula is unifying. Africans are fucking like, what's going on here? We don't want Bill Gates. And they don't know how to respond. Turkey right now has been hit with a thousand earthquakes. Why? Oh, wait, we forgot that part. So as Putin's waiting for everyone to train up and be battle ready and have all these ships, because that makes sense in war. You just wait for your opponent to be trained by all this nation, these nations and get weapons. And you're like, yeah, I'm just going to wait. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to wait to attack you. And, and people actually believe this too, right? It's like, this is what we should be saying. Oh, you know. Oh, how nice. Putin's just waiting for Ukraine to be trained by the United Kingdom so that they can fight because he's not going to come in and do it. Yeah. Anyway. So while that's happening, Turkey's like, man, I don't like you guys bossing me around. I'm out of NATO. And they're like, what do you mean you're out of NATO? Hmm. It's like, here's a couple of earthquakes. And it's like, wait, what? Here's a thousand earthquakes. Ta-ta. Hey, Romania, you screwed us over. Didn't I tell you we were going to talk about Romania? You get it too. Ha. And it's like, okay. We're literally at war and we're busy looking at exploding chemical plants, which is a big deal and will have an impact on our, you know, environment. Kind of like if you light, you know, have you ever burnt plastic, like take the plastic off of your cigarette thing and just set it on fire and then test your air. It's going to be fucked up. An hour later, it'll be fine. You get a whole ball of plastic and you burn it in your house. It's going to take a couple weeks to clear up. Same shit. You're not going to die. It's going to be toxic if you're like proximal to it, of course. But, you know, we should get Stephen Petty to chime in on this. (laughs) But he would probably ask for the actual manifest and um, stuff like that. Because a lot of people are like, well, we're going to find it in the soil samples if there's like, you know, uh, when you burn shit. Not really. So anyway, uh, because that you can't get it back to its original state. So that's why you burn shit, because then people can't tell what it was is why people burn and liquefy bodies. But uh, I digress. So anyway, so here we are. And people are wondering. And one thing you should fucking wonder is why isn't Putin attacking us? Hmm? Why isn't he attacking us? We blew up his pipeline. We're blaming him for everything. We had a Russia hoax where we dragged him through the mud, you know, for four years. <laughs> right? Apparently, we're um, <clears throat> now uh, in this position where, uh, you know, we're funding Ukraine to attack Putin. And, you know, it almost feels like Putin's swatting mosquitoes. Right? We got Turkey in disarray. Right? We got Korea unifying, right? 
We got Japan being assholes again. We got to watch out for those Japanese and the Singaporeans, but I'm just saying. Uh, so, you know, as you're thinking, what could have been it? So let me remind you of something. Yeah, for you, actually. It's pretty fascinating when you think about it because nobody talks about it. If you remember, I wrote an article about the Helsinki, right? Called out a couple people. One of them actually, when he <laughs> hates Trump so bad that when he, he was at M Mount Rushmore, he was like, I can't fucking stand Trump. But yet you were sweating his bollocks so that he could get you out there. Let's take a look at what's really happening so you can understand and get some peace. I highly suggest you take a back seat and let things happen. Can you control your air? No. Can you control your water? No. Not at the moment. But what you can control is the demand for information. And what you can control is how you respond to the stimuli that they put out. Now, let me give you a little bit of a hint. Treasonous. Three of the descriptions of what President Trump did today in Helsinki. His best opportunity to say, I denounce you and don't do it again. Given that golden opportunity, he let it pass. You have been watching perhaps one of the most disgraceful performances by an American president. When he had a chance right there in front of us, right there in front of the world, to confront Vladimir Putin and tell him to stay the hell out of American democracy, and he just didn't do it. Putin seemed to be playing games right from the start, arriving for the meeting one hour late. He drove in his new limousine, the Cortez, built to rival Trump's beast. They look almost identical, but Putin reportedly had his built just a little bigger. Here's the moment the two leaders came face to face. They exchanged a warm handshake. First Lady Melania looked radiant in a yellow coat dress with a butterfly buckle. As they faced the world's media, President Trump winked at the Russian strongman. Yep, he winked. Body language expert Tanya Ryman says Trump made every effort to be the boss. As they sit down, Trump automatically offers him a seat as if it's his job to offer the seat and then winks. And that is, again, one signal that determines, hey, I'm the one in power and you're the submissive one. So Trump automatically tries to take possession of this entire interview early on. The day was filled with high drama. An American reporter working for The Nation magazine was forcibly evicted after he was spotted holding a sign that read Nuclear Weapon Ban Treaty. The only moment of levity came when Putin handed Trump a soccer ball. That will go to my son, Baron. We have no question. In fact, Melania, here you go. Here the you president go. tossed it to the first lady, sitting there in the front row. Not long after, Trump and his advisors boarded Air Force One for the flight home and what is sure to be a firestorm. Yep, some nice balls right there. So that's number one. That's just a clue as to why we haven't been bombed yet. Number two. Let's talk about COVID vaccines. So back in 2020, when no one had vaccines and they were still developing them, if you remember, and no one was having vaccines in early 2020, so weird, so quick, uh, Bill Gates had deployed a vaccine program in India. A million people trialed and tested it. And you know what that meant? That the who was going to push it. And President Trump knew that they were doing this in early 2020. Remember, China had tried remdesivir. <laughs> I already went through this. I don't need to. People could go to torysaid.com and pick that up. I was the first person that told you that the BLA was just the name authorization, not that it was safe. I don't need to get into it. But I want you to listen to this. China has now come out with a vaccine. They were going to make shit ton of money. And they would have forced it. Ton. 
they actually deployed it on the poor people of India. A million experiments were conducted. And lots of them died, and a lot of them spurred out a new, more deadly form, which was called the Delta. I think that was almost intentional, almost like the Marburgs or Disease X that I spoke about over two years ago, right? And I, and I think I even mentioned it before COVID. I'm not sure. But it happened in Equatorial Guinea, you know, the one with all the mansions that nobody lives in and everyone lives in shacks. Yeah, that one. So anyway, they deployed it in India, had a million people participate in that experiment, right? But apparently there was no vaccine because everyone was rushing. So President Trump did Operation Warp Speed. He's like, no, 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 no. We are not getting the Chinese vaccine. Ours is the best. We cannot let a foreign nation infect us. Well, we did because Pfizer wasn't bringing all the components to America. I talked about that too. But that's coming out in the courts because, you know, the media left and right and your supposed influencers said that I'm a misinformation agent or that I still work on the people that blew the whistle on that have destroyed my life, right? No one listened. I was telling everyone. And so here they are deploying this vaccine in secret overseas. The Chinese are testing it with Bill Gates in India and Trump sees that. He's like, shit, they're trying to sell it to Brazil. They're trying to sell it to other nations. We need to move. Operation Warp Speed. So he tasks companies that were already kind of looking into it, even though Moderna says that it only took two days to do it on a computer. And then the U.S. said, we're going to back Moderna. I think I'm going to send them a letter and say, no, we're fucking not. Because I didn't back Fauci. I didn't fact, I didn't back, you know, Scarf Lady. I didn't back any of them. I would have backed Alex Salazar, who beat himself to death in front of his garage right before COVID came out, almost like he knew. Because I... <laughs> Because that's what the coroner said. He beat himself to death because that's normal. People can beat themselves to death outside of their garage early in their morning on the way to work when they're in charge of pharmaceuticals. Are you getting what I'm telling you? And so while people are knocking President Trump for warp speed, you better be fucking grateful he did. Because you would have been under Chinese tech ASAP. And you have no idea what's going on. So for all of you talking, oh, you have an idea. Well, you know what? How'd you just derive it from public information? I don't have any insider information. I use predictive analytics or I'm a time traveler or maybe I'm an insider. Say whatever makes you feel more comfortable with what I'm telling you. But one thing you can't dispute is that I've been spot the fuck on. So anybody talking smack about President Trump and I don't think I Stop. <laughs> Because wait till you see what they're going to do to Biden now with the 25th Amendment, which is going to be so interesting. Because I'm sure after his doctor's appointment, after telling us all how his dad and uncle were so proud when he was president or whatever, and that he was giving him medals, even if he was vice president, not president, they were still dead when he was vice president. So people were like, well, he said vice president. Even if he did, they were already dead. So let's stop. Let's stop. So you can take a look at what 25th Amendment means. So you can take a look at what Gavin Newsom coming in means. So you can take a look. Because it's extremely exhausting watching all of the complaining pants. And then you have the weird pockets. You have, I expose Flynn Networks. We're like totally pro-America and these people. Look, and then they say that I work with these people. I don't. I don't. I don't work with anybody. Well, no, I do. But... They're, they're, they're my people, right? Where we put content together and do things, right? I don't work for anybody except for the people. And so if someone was asked, who do you work for? I have to like be like, where's your census? And let me tick off some names. <laughs> See, 
this is the problem. We don't have the right perspective on the way things really are. And we're listening to the pockets. I mean, the minute I saw Sarah Carter there, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. And then I DM'd a couple people that went, oh, anyway, I'm digressing. I'm just really irate because I see people trying to jump on the cycle. Like Nikki Haley. Oh my God, she's running for president. No shit. She was hanging out with my ex-boss and shit. Right? 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 No. We know best. DeSantis loves us. Does he though? Does he though? Do you know how many people helped elect him and he pissed all over them? Does he though? I digress again. So what can we do? Pay attention and pray and have faith. Just have faith that there are people out there actually doing good work. That we have people within our federal agencies and state agencies that are doing exactly what I did post-2005. Paying attention, leaking where they can, bringing awareness without blowing their cover. That's all you can do until that point where you can come out and speak. Because let's rewind. What if my first episode ever, where I told you you were going to lock yourself in your house, right? And this is why no one wanted to hear it and why Red State Talk Radio said, you can't put that up. It's too weird, right? And I was like, what? Where I told you, you're going to lock yourself in the house and you are going to do it willingly. I told you. What if I sat on my soapbox and said, oh, by the way, they're making these vaccines because they're going to be altering things. Oh, and then they're going to give you stuff so you can clear things. Oh, and here's the real news. Uh, now, if you take the COVID vaccine, right, get this, you're protected from diabetes, but there's a side effect of adult sudden death syndrome, but that's nothing. You might die, but you won't get diabetes. So whatever. Listen, if anybody comes out and provides information straight up, no one listens to them. They get vindicated later. And that's because we have been conditioned to go as groups. I see this all the time, right? I see it within the networks that I have, the state groups that I have on Telegram. People start to get antsy and they don't seem to understand. You can't undo a Gordian knot. You have to cut it. You can't cut it by yourself. You need all the hands on deck to slice it and cut it open. You can't do it by yourself. Patience is a virtue, and like I've said, I'm one of the most impatient patient people. And I am extremely salty. But I'll give you some perspective. For those of you that like to read biblical stories, I want you to think of Sodom and Gomorrah. Just as recall that. Sodom and Gomorrah was an area, and this is a story, so it could be the whole world or maybe just one place, right? And so depending on who you're reading... Old Testament, New Testament, Ancient Testament, Hebrew, Quran, freaking other scriptures that were found, Dead Sea Scrolls, but then what do you want to talk about? The shit they have in the basement of the Vatican, whatever you want. If you notice that Sodom and Gomorrah, even though they portrayed as people fornicating on the street, having homosexual relations, stealing and everything, obviously people live there. It's not like everybody was having sex with everybody and not everybody was gay and not everybody was being robbed because they all lived there. So there were people getting enrichment from that, but then maybe the people on the street were doing it. So what happened? So these people came in and they're like, all right, you know what? I'm going to wake a few people up and I'm going to find the people that should not be torn down because they will be able to continue this 
line of species correctly, right? So they come in and they're like, I'm going to find the one person that's pure, blah, blah, blah. Even if there's one soul, I'm going to save it. Kind of, kind of sounds like that. Kind of sounds like that. Kind of sounds like salty takes another meaning when speaking of others. We are one. One nation. And a united America is an unstoppable America. And I stand by this. Julian Assange was right. Reporters and journalists are also war criminals because they are part of this war on the people. And that's the way it is. So I'm going to say this. I'm salty, but I'm not salt. And so I hope all of you are the same. So I'm going to be moseying on to rectify, um, you know, attacks on myself. (laughs) So I'll leave you with this song. Can't be canceled unless you give them power to the cancellation that they do. Obviously, we all panic because there's an infrastructure that we all have to abide by. But keep in mind, he takes care of us regardless. And things remanifest, disappear, and happen. People come in and out of our lives. Products come in and out of our lives. It is a cycle of life. What is no longer serving you must go. And I think it's about time. So to all those out there listening to me, before you burn any bridges, use objectivity. Because the majority of time when you get screwed over, it's you screwing your own self over. Don't cancel yourself. I mean, we've got enough people trying to cancel us. So for all my listeners out there, there's some really heavy stories coming. So hold on to your seat. Pray and find your still in the chaos because we can't be canceled. Fully independent, there's no label who can drop me. Y'all been starting rumors, let me help you with some. Yeah. He's a racist, he's a sexist, he's in love with Donald Trump. Y'all can't cancel me, my life is scandal free. There ain't no sponsors taking losses cause the brand is me. My hands are clean, my family and my fans agree. Y'all can't cancel me for facts because you're mad and weak. Go ahead and tell the world I'm ugly and racist I braid my hair and I don't care about cultural appropriation I moved to the ghetto, lived in the ghetto, there's no Caucasians And still I loved every single one of my neighbors How's a man say I'm clickbait? If he gonna use this face to get clicks on his page Y'all hypocrites are made But I ain't tripping about these bullies, it ain't sixth grade Go ahead and diss me trying to sell a couple mixtapes I'm not afraid, take my face and my name, paste it on the front page I'm already famous and you'll never change it by hating or claiming you'll take it away My grind wicked, write my rhymes different, you can try to quantify the fine limits There's a dying gimmick and denying winning, this is pure fire, this ain't white privilege I do what I want, get all the Gucci and Louis Vuitton Out of my closet, out of my crib, I do not want it That is for kids, that is for rappers who ask you to produce their beats